This week on Sportsmanlike Conduct, what is going on in East Lansing? We will break down everything that's going on there with the University of Michigan State, and then we will go into some Pistons basketball, but something that is negative towards them. Andre Drummond did not make the All-Star game. A lot of people believe they probably should have. We'll give our reasons why or why not he should have made it. And we'll also talk about the upcoming Super Bowl matchup with the Eagles and Patriots, what it means, and what happened in the AFC and NFC Championship game. All that and more on Sportsmanlike Conduct next. Welcome into Unsportsmanlike Conduct, the pro sports show where we talk and you listen. My name is Andrew McDonald. I'm your host. And to my right, Evan Petzold. Evan, how are we doing? I'm doing pretty good. You know, uh, Tom Brady going to to fill up his hand with rings. I'm I'm, I'm really excited fill for, his hand. for it's that. Hands. It's hands. It's plural. We'll go, we'll go two days. now. No, it will be two. It will be six. So I'm uh, I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm we'll really excited. We'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a good game either way. But, Elena? I'm doing great. Uh, as you guys know, Dwayne Wade retweeted my happy birthday tweet to him last week, so I'm still buzzing from that. Got to give the shout-out to the podcast for that. You get him <laughs> to start guess. listening to that and retweeting our podcast, then I've, I think... I've finally been accepted, I feel like, so, I mean, we're going to start talking. <laughs> he just shouldn't He shouldn't listen, though, especially not to last uh, last week's episode, because I, I was letting it go a little bit on the cast. I was giving him the love, so he only loves me, not you. I'm... <laughs> I mean, what does that say about him, though? I think that makes him a pretty good guy to retweet yeah, something. Exactly. It shows that he cares about his fans his a lot. Birthday. So he wouldn't retweet me, that's for sure. No, that definitely not. I wouldn't the things either. That you said about no. him. I mean, honestly, Evan, you're acting like you're a better basketball player than this guy. I don't think that's true. I but, could take him. Yeah, I, I highly <laughs> doubt it. But right now, we are going to talk about something that's actually kind of serious, as we were getting not very serious right there for a second. With this whole thing that's going on at uh, uh, MSU um, with Larry Nasser and everything that's just been going on with uh, I, I think I heard 168. I know the number has been changing, but accounts of like sexual assault and everything that's been going on with that. Last night, the uh, president of Michigan State said that he was going to step down because he feels that the pressure has been put on him too much. I really think that the whole school has handled it in a way that's not very good. I think that everything that they've kind of been getting is negative responses, and it's just kind of the way they handled it. Um, the judge absolutely gave it um, to not start his thing, just saying like he deserves it 100%. Um, he will be getting the exact number is 40 to 175 years in prison. I think he actually got the 175 years mm-hmm. now. Um, so he's going to be there for life. It's, it's basically the death penalty, um, whatever else. And, they, and the, he had to listen to some of the victims actually, you know, talk to him. And at first he said that that, you know, would be damaging mentally to him. And I think that that's just, you know, completely messed up to say after how he said it. He also said in one of his statements to the judge that it was for medical uh, medical reasons, not for sexual abuse reasons. Yeah, I'm, calling just, B, I'm calling BS. Basically, just trying to get his way out of it. And yesterday, he tried, or not, I forget, whenever the actual court case was, tried to say sorry to the judge, and she completely just ignored um, his apology and read off everything that he said in that first letter, which was basically trying to make it out to that it wasn't his fault. And he wouldn't shake his head yes to saying he was guilty of anything. Really just a snake. Someone that I, I can't even stand to look at when I, whenever I see any of these videos and stuff that's been online I've been watching. Uh, just to try to keep up with it because it's so much that's going on right now and it's not even done. It's going to keep going. But I guess uh, what, where do you guys, uh, if you're Michigan State Athletics, what's the first thing you're doing to kind of, you know, get yourself out of this hole you've created? I, I'm checking everybody. I'm making sure that, that everybody that, that knew about it, you know, prior to, to him being arrested is gone. I'm, I'm getting rid of all of them and, and just trying to clean up the clean up the program, clean up the university for, for that matter. I, I think – um, as far as, as Larry Nasser goes, when, when it comes down to the fact that he was so guilty and he knew he was so guilty, it blew my mind the way that he was able to sit there and, and, and try to, try to shrug, shrug things off. It was almost like he knew he was so guilty that he was screwed and he was just trying anything he could to, to be found innocent. But 
he he knew that he knew that wasn't going to happen. So he he was almost just being ignorant. It it was just it was pretty disrespectful, honestly, because when you you have these these women and girls that I mean they're they're competing in the United States Olympics. Like they they are competing for the United States. That is like the highest honor for them. One of the girls I watched and, in the videos was 13 years old. Yeah, you know, that, when she actually had it happen to her at the time she went up. Yeah, and the and the thing that that sucks is that they're supposed to be remembered for their their athletic accomplishments, right? But now their names are all linked to this, and and they're always going to be linked to this. It's it's something it's, it's you sad. can't really get around. Yeah, that, that's the kind of messed up stuff in sports. Um, Elena, where are you at on this right now? I agree with you guys. Uh, uh, Michigan State needs to check everybody, like you said, Evan. Uh, this kind of stuff can't happen. And like like you said, whoever knew about this needs to be gone. They need to try to build up their uh, university as much as they possibly uh-huh. can now because it's it's down in the dumps right now. And uh, as far as Nassar goes, he's, like you said, a snake. He's mm-hmm. awful. And I saw him, or I saw that he said, like, your words these past several days have had a significant effect on myself and have shaken me to my core. And he said that he'll carry his words for with him. He'll carry their words with him for the rest of his days. And, like, that's just that's bullcrap because mm-hmm. of wh- how he was trying to shrug everything off. And mm-hmm. like it's like he, he changed, yeah. you know, from one case to another, which makes it really, really disturbing to well, me. It's well, our, very disturbing. Our producer, Grant, and I were talking before the show a little bit about, I mean, the fact that, that I'm not going to take anything away from him as, as far as being a good doctor. I mean, his treatments mm-hmm. worked. He, he, he was, he was one, of the, one of the best doctors. That's why he was with the United States uh, yeah. uh, Olympic gymnastic team. But, I mean, there's one thing, and, and that's being a good doctor. And there's another thing, which is being a good person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his, his morals as a person were, were clearly awful, terrible, um, disrespectful. They were, they were garbage. It kind of takes me back to the whole Jerry Sandusky, uh, you know, Penn State thing with that. I mean, Joe Paterno, the, the head coach there at Penn State, he knew. Yeah. He knew. He heard, he heard the rumors. Whether he, whether he knew from Sandusky saying, hey, this is what's going on, don't tell anybody. I'm sure Sandusky didn't do that. No, but he, but he, but he, that obvious. But no. he heard the rumors, though. He heard what was going around. Mm-hmm. He could have looked into it more. He could have brought it up to somebody, but he didn't. He didn't say anything. No, and the same, the same thing with Lou Ann Simon, uh, Michigan State's president. Did, just didn't say anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and that that's the reason. I mean, obviously, you're just pretty much forced to step down from your position at that point. If yeah. not, you're probably just going to get fired, or, or someone's going to try to get rid of you, or everyone's going to just push you out the door. So, really, had no choice. I, I absolutely love what the judge said about how I just signed your death warrant, mm-hmm. like. Completely just, you know, against him. It wasn't going to give him anything, which is the way that it should have been handled. I wouldn't even give him respect files in that room. I think what you brought up about the whole uh, Joe Paterno thing and everything, that, or not Joe Paterno, but uh, Jerry Sandusky, um, I think it's, like, comparable to this, but I almost think this is worse in a way. Oh, no, and, yeah, and I don't, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to compare, like, terrible situations, but really with how many people this affected, I think this is, I, I think that this is, you know, it speaks even more, just because there's more. People simply involved with it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree with that. I just think that, as far as relating it to something, as far as far as uh, the collegiate athletic world, that that's kind of where I, where I'm looking at it as. And saying that, you know, I, I see this happen and I hear about this, and yes, it is much worse. But it ultimately, I mean, it, right away, I thought, yeah, Jerry Jerry Sandusky kind of reminds me a lot about that. And that just goes to show you that that this that that. Jerry Sandusky, what he did, it's still in in people's minds. People still mm-hmm. remember it. And the same way here with with Larry Nassar, like n- nobody's gonna forget it. It's yeah. not gonna be forgotten. It's gonna stick around for a long, 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 long time. Yeah, when you, I mean, no matter what, like it, it sucks for you know the sports teams and everything. 
but and even in the university itself, if you're a student that goes there, you know, I have friends that go there and stuff. It's going to be hard to like, you know, like overcome that yourself. It makes you look bad even though you mm. didn't do anything. And I feel like that's the kind of situation that everybody that goes there right now is stuck in. Because when when you get out of Michigan State and you say, "Yeah, you know, here's my degree from Michigan State." In the back of somebody's mind, if you're telling that yeah. to a room of 50 people, someone's going to say, "Oh man, I, I remember what happened there." It's like out of state. I mean, this yeah. has gotten that big now. I mean, it was yeah. in front of the New Even York Even out Times of state, it doesn't matter where you're at. Yeah, like, th- this is something that is going to be, you know. And if you're in a room of, of 20, 30, 40, 50 people, and you say, oh, yeah, I graduated from Michigan State, and you're just telling them, someone in the back of their mind is going to think about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do get what you mean. This doesn't only affect athletics. It doesn't only affect the girls. Obviously, you know, the, the women and, and girls are, are the most affected by this, clearly. But it also reaches out to the student body, too. It affects, you know, everything on campus there at, at Michigan State and, and really all around uh, all around the United States. It's just got to be distracting, period, no matter what you're trying to do with that school. Like, you know, whether it's just schoolwork, whether you're trying to be an athlete and play, whatever it is, it's probably just extremely distracting and hard to go on uh, from right now. Um I, I guess just for me personally, it's just like, you know, never uh, never just assume that everything's okay. Like if something's going wrong, I think that you should definitely say something. And I don't know what would, it, you know, go wrong in people's head to not say something to some kind of authority if you know this is going on. Exactly. I don't know how it went on this long, how it was able to, you know. I was so. I was reading some articles that were saying, you know, some of the girls told their, their parents and their parents, you know, d- didn't believe them because... Nassar was was the best of the best when it come when it came to being a doctor. They they didn't believe him, and and also I wonder what did he say, what did he say, to the to the women and girls when they were, you know, get, getting treated and he was, you know, doing doing what he was doing to them. What what did he say to didn't get them they, to keep their no, mouth shut? Yeah, like exactly that's, that's the hardest thing know. for me to understand. Th- th- that's the thing. Like I mean, that many people over 150 different victims. How did someone not? Like say something. Well, people at Michigan State knew and didn't say anything. So how did they not say anything? I know what I'm saying, like, but just one one person out of that many of a number. If mm-hmm. you had told me that ahead of time, I'd have told you you're crazy that not one person would say something and he would get busted. And I also heard that he was saying like he was talking about like gory things with them too, like just, oh yeah, just very inappropriate things. So I don't know how that wasn't brought out either, unless that was just in the last like recently. But that's that's why it's like. You know, if it actually is all true, you know, because I, I mean, no one's ever really going to know, right, what actually yeah. happened. Um, if it actually is all 100% true, it's just crazy to me that no matter how young you are, if you're, you know, over 10 years old, you start to know what that kind of stuff means. And yeah. if, if you don't, like, say anything, I, I just think it's insane. I mean, I, it just makes me wonder, I mean, what what did his sick mind say to these girls to get them to keep their mouth shut? That, that's what I wonder. I'm sure they were just thinking he's a doctor, he knows. I mean... It just blows my mind. But yeah, exactly. How can how can you not? But you know what? 175 years, let him rot. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, it's it's over now. Whatever. Um, I, and it definitely, it's just it, it's a hit on their medical school and just every everything you can look at over there. Kind of sucks for Michigan State, but um, I would just like keep people in mind or people at that school in your mind right now and just kind of think about them in a different way and you know like feel bad for them in a way right now because they got to deal with all this. The people that weren't involved. Yeah, uh, I mean, definitely and, sucks for them. Just me being a student, I can't imagine if that happened at Central, and I had to, you know, go on with that right now because yeah. it's almost like everybody in the country is laughing at your school for something that you didn't even do. Yeah, not necessarily laughing. I shouldn't say because it's not like you're mocking it, but it's the fact that's like, you know, you're just, they're yeah, yeah, it's like everyone's just like, wow, that is a joke. Like, and then with the, with the girls, I mean that, that that just that just gets to my head because that sticks with them forever. So mm-hmm. I mean. Just thoughts and prayers for them as far as, you for know, sure. 
continuing on in life. It. I mean, that's it, it's a lifelong thing for sure. I mean, you can't let one thing define you, but that's that's definitely something that'd be like very hard to get over. So oh, yeah. thoughts are with them, but. Uh, that's I guess that's pretty much all we got about that topic, but it's definitely something to think about. It's going to keep going, and if more does end up coming about, up about it, I'm sure we'll mention it later on this show. Um, something that's actually more about sports, because you know, we were kind of talking before this, is almost like a dead week. There isn't as many like games actually going on mm-hmm. right now, or as many important games, I guess, to talk about. But one thing that was definitely important to anybody that likes Detroit basketball is the fact that Andre Drummond did not make the All-Star game. Um, I will bring it up probably later in the show. To me, it is the popularity contest of all the sports. It's you know, whatever player that you want to see because they're famous for a reason. That isn't even basketball. They could be having a terrible season, but because their name's bigger, they're going to make the game. I think that that happens a lot more in the NBA than anything else. I think this is a perfect case of it. I mean, it's a guy that's I mean, averaging a double-double. I mean, and he's yeah. like one of the best rebounders in the league. It, he to, is the best rebounder yeah, in the league. Yeah, the best rebounder in the league. It's, it's just, to me, it's it's ridiculous. And, you know, who makes it? Al Horford is the name that I hear the most, yeah. that people are the most frustrated about making it over him and say it's, like, the biggest joke. The I don't know if you guys can, have any other ones in mind. But. The only thing I can, like, understand about Al Horford is he is having a better year than everybody else in the Eastern Conference. But it's Except really Drummond. not about – But I meant, I meant, like, team-wise. Okay. Team yeah. Wise. That's, like, the only, like, that's the only thing I can think of. Because his numbers, they don't match up, obviously. It, it sucks when winning gets involved like that, because it really does in sports. It's a great point. Like, when teams do better than other ones, obviously the Pistons have had their struggles. When teams, like, start winning more, it's almost like they take that into more account because you got more wins. I think when you look at, like, a career's legacy, I think that that's more important. But, like, when it comes to an all-star game, that's completely You're individual. talking about, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. individual, not he, team. He, here's my thing. Here's my – okay, so the, the one guy that I would take out of the mix is Kevin Love, personally. Um, you know, 18.4 points per game, 9.4 rebounds, and doesn't even have .5 blocks per game. But Andre Drummond's sitting over here averaging a double-double, 14.7 points, 15.3 the rebounds. 15 and, rebounds. And, and, really and 1.3 blocks, too, though. You're averaging a, over a block, block a, game. a game. yeah. And you're going to put Kevin Love in there, who's a, a spot-up shooter? I mean, he'll I, shoot. I don't disagree with Kevin Love being in there this year. I, I agree. I'm I, saying, I no, agree. I'm, Al Horford shouldn't be in there. And no, no, no my, my, my list goes... Al Horford shouldn't be in, and then next is Kevin Love. Okay, okay. I guess maybe. I could see it, and I would agree that I think Drummer should have made it over either one of those guys. I think, I mean, it's just in today's NBA, I think a lot of what gets, you know, hit against him is that he's a traditional center, and you just don't use those as much anymore. He can't shoot a three-pointer like Kevin Love can. Anybody that can light up the scoreboard and whatever in the NBA seems to be what wins that contest to me, and that's just kind of what I think that's the case of for sure. I wonder if LeBron, say he averaged like 10 points a game, maybe like five or six, maybe like five or six rebounds per game throughout the first like half of a, of a season, would he still be in the All-Star game? He wouldn't be LeBron. But no, but no, but no, but just, no, but just, if I'm just saying if he did, like just say in a random world, if he did, he'd still be in it. Yeah, it'd be a popularity. backwards world, but you're definitely right. <laughs> popularity You're contest. right. You're definitely right. It's, uh, it, he would probably still be in the All-Star game. That's what exactly what I'm saying. Like people can have bad season. It's not just in the NBA. I just think it, you know, shows up in the NBA a lot more that even when someone's not having a good season, they still make this game, and that's why it kind of bugs me. I think that, you know, he's Drummond's having one of the best seasons of his career so far, and he's not even getting rewarded for it. That's and, what bugs me. And what team does Al Horford play for? Boston. Boston. Yeah. Boston, Boston, Boston yeah. Detroit, bigger you know, bigger market basketball team. It's Boston all you day. You say the same thing about Kevin Love. People know him. He's played in the finals the past few years. Yeah. What do people want to watch? I get it when you want ratings and everything else, but what's the point of calling it an all-star game if you're not going to have the best people in the league in it? Exactly. All the way through. Obviously, there are some of the best people in the league. If you have the, the, if you have the most the rebounds in the NBA per game, 
There's no reason you shouldn't be in the All Star. Exactly. Game. That, that's a major statistical no category. That that's oh, to yeah. me again another example of just putting down other stats besides the score. But yeah, but that's what the NBA is about. It's about scoring. Who I know. Score the, you know who who can who can run the show and, and drop fifty. Who can that's that's the biggest highlight of the night. Andre Drummond put up numbers against Utah on Wednesday. Didn't even get talked about much on on Sports Center. Yeah, he got he got, I, he got, he got a quick, he got a quick couple. He got a quick minute or two. Lost. But they lost the game, yeah. They lost the game, so I mean, if you don't win, I mean, yeah, it's a big night. But, People don't talk about it as much. But yeah. But you think if the Pistons really would have beat the Jazz, it would he would have gotten any more any more notice? That's, I don't, that's true. No, that's I don't think true. so. That's definitely a good point. Yeah. I don't think that he would. I don't think he would have gotten any more. I mean, it's just because it's Detroit basketball and they haven't been anything for. But a if while. they can't beat the Jazz and he's putting up those kind of numbers. But this guy goes for thirty points, twenty four rebounds, four assists, six blocks, and three steals in thirty nine <laughs> minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. 30 and 24. Numbers are numbers. But, I mean, one quick question I wanted to ask you guys. Do you think that there, I mean, probably not, but is there any other case for anybody else in the Pistons that should have made the All-Star game? No. No. You don't think so? No. Not any, I not mean, anybody. like, you obviously think so. Who? I, I you don't. Think, you think, oh, you don't? Oh, I really okay. don't. Okay. I, was just, I was just asking. Sometimes people have a different opinion. Tobi- Tobias Harris would be a stretch. This That'd is be what, a stretch to think Tobias. My next question actually. was going to be is, you know, a lot like they do in the MLB. Now, I know that it's a little bit different. You can have more people on the bench and whatever. They take one player from every team. I think they do the same thing in the NHL. Why isn't the NBA like that? I don't know, but. Even if you had to have a longer bench. I mean, the Warriors have four people in it. Yeah, but then then you come to the point of like getting people in. Okay, they don't play. play. Yeah, but they still have to be considered. I think I think that's a good idea. I think it's a good idea too. I think you still get your recognition then in your. I don't agree. I don't agree because you're not you're not you're not an all star if you don't play in the all star game. Like what's the point of? Well, you can maybe make one of their other competitions or something like that. I think they could all. Yeah, but even if it was just for a couple minutes. They could all make it in, but I mean, if you were saying make the bench so long that people aren't gonna. Okay, play. for one, it's an all-star game. You shouldn't really care unless it actually has a meeting at the end. Yeah. So why not just play the guy anyways? I mean, for two minutes, exactly. three minutes in the game. I think it's a lot more rewarding to at least make the game. No one's even going to say anything about it. If they just said, we're going to make our bench bigger, didn't give like a you know like, like a reason, a reason would just be mm-hmm. to expand it, to show more of our talent, what the NBA offers. To me, that, that that's something that's better, and it can reward more people, and it avoids issues like this, which you know make a lot of people upset. Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, mostly just in yeah. Detroit right now for this case, but there's definitely other people around the NBA and other teams that people are oh, like... Oh, they're you know, upset because yeah, they didn't... exactly. The how how did my guy make it? Yeah. But, no, I mean, I, I guess I see where you're coming from there, especially with the Warriors having four people it in. It just represents every but team. I mean, they are all-stars. Exactly, though. You that's my thing. That's that. my thing, too, though. You have, you have the, you know, the four and the Warriors. They're... they're yeah, they're, they're all-stars. All stars. But I think no matter what, I think you got to select... If, if you select one from every team, too... It's also bettering your market because then everyone's seeing, you know, a part of every team. And who knows what's going to happen. Maybe that player comes in the game, makes a big play. All of a sudden that could expand, you know, who's watching where. And you, maybe maybe someone wants to watch that player more as the season goes on. Because, I mean, th- there are people like that. There are NBA fans out there like that that love the game so much. They find one player, they're just going to start following them because they like the league in general. <laughs> so, what, I think, so, okay, yeah, so... With this whole whole All-Star game ordeal, I know, you know, you're going to talk about it a little bit later, but... So pretty much what it comes down to, if I'm not mistaken, is it, it's Steph Curry and LeBron <laughs> get to pick from these pool of players. So they already separated the Eastern Conference and the Western, but now they get to pick, right? They, they yeah, they selected their All Stars. So like out of the like Eastern, the fans did and stuff of, like that, and yeah, the, and the coaches. And the coaches. And they selected their people from each, and then yeah, LeBron and Steph get to pick, which they already picked earlier, and it's supposed to come out at seven tonight. 
who they pick to be on their team, kind of like a gym class. Like you pick <laughs> the best people first, and then. So who, who do you who do you think LeBron's taking? I think he takes Kevin Durant, and I think Steph Curry takes James Harden. You think James Harden? See, I, I don't know James Harden or. I wouldn't take him if I was. I think I go with like Greek Freak. I go or, with Giannis for sure. Yeah. On Kumpo. I don't know. Steph Curry's that humble he guy. He might take someone that, completely uh, random just to make himself look better. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't might, surprise me at all. He might take Al Horford. Yeah, he might, he, might <laughs> take, he might take someone completely random and be like, yo, come play with me, man. You're a real all-star. That's the kind of thing oh, I could see. I him do gosh, think that they, have to pick, they would have to pick the starters first because they have some yeah, the starters. starters, so the starters yeah. That would make sense if they're yeah, going to do it like it, that. Because if they've already separated the starters. I think of everybody... Um, in this all-star game, the guy that I want to go off, I want to see Joel Embiid go off. <laughs> I want to see him and you know he off. won't shut his mouth. <laughs> yeah, he'll be, he'll be fun with it. That, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'll, I'll watch a little bit of it. I'm not the biggest NBA fan. Andy, I know you aren't either. Yeah, I, I, I If I'm, maybe if my uh, Wi-Fi is broke and I have nothing else to watch, Rude. maybe I'll flip on my If cable. all your channels cut out except but, for that one. Yeah, no, it's just, honestly, I'd rather watch, uh, you know, ACC basketball. Now, how about like how about like three point <laughs> contests and dunk contests? I mean, oh, I love that, that stuff. Yeah, I, I, I love that. that. That's actually like pure skill, and you know, it's just like people showing off their talents. Yeah, that, that, that's great to me. I love watching that stuff. Plus, it's just fun. That's what the whole thing's supposed to be about. The whole weekend's supposed to be about that kind of stuff. And that's one thing I will say about the NBA All Star Game that I like more than any other sport. I like their secondary games to it. I think it's, yeah, I think they're really good. I just don't like the actual game itself. Is it? Is it? Um, is it still? Rookies versus sophomores, or is it like USA versus World as far as USA, USA World? world yeah, yeah, I like that one too. I like seeing a lot of the young guys there. Play. I know like Porzingis was in it, I think last year, and that that was just fun to watch. It is to be able to watch those guys, they and since they're you know younger guys, yeah. watch them play and see kind of what's what's coming. And also because it's the guys that you know you watched last year, two years ago when they were in college, and you were and you you watched them exactly. And you watched them play. Oh yeah, for sure. So it's Any- fun to see them there, but. As far as like the real All Star Game goes, it's just dunks and threes and yep, that's it's just pretty everyone much runs it. on the court and throws an alley oop to each other. There's no defense, man. I want to see those guys go at it. Now I respect the fact that you don't want to get an injury, but we'll get into that later. That that that's something you'll get into that. You'll take us later. into that one, won't <laughs> yeah, you? We'll, we'll yeah. finish up our normal topics here with the, uh, the the big game, the the one that everyone wants to watch, the Super Bowl. Uh, and this year, I think it's definitely interesting. Uh, first off, because you got a, a Michigan State. Quarterback against Michigan quarterback there. He was barely even a Michigan State quarterback. <laughs> I saw a picture of him with, like, super long hair. And, like, Michigan a, State's a, a trying really, to claim him now. Like I know. Like, yeah, like, he, like, oh, man, it's our guy playing the Super Bowl. Yeah, okay, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, they, they Philadelphia, though, Nick Foles and that team, like, hands down, so much credit. You were right. We were wrong. But I don't think anyone saw 38-7 to coming. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, no. Like, how? Like, I mean, Nick I, Foles. Yeah, what? Like, he had the best game of his career. I mean, he didn't. He didn't play. He didn't play good against Atlanta. I mean, they got what? What was it? Eight field goals or something like that? Yeah. Threw the game to win. They didn't even score a touchdown. So, I mean, it's just a completely different game. Guy turns it around, plays as good as he did against Minnesota. On um, the other side, Jacksonville. I applaud you. That I mean, gr- great effort. And I really thought great they had run. The, yeah, great I, run. I really thought they had the Patriots on the ropes. I really thought they were gonna win the game, especially when they got them to punt. Like, I think it was, like, seven minutes left. I thought for sure they're going to have it, but then Jacksonville's defense, you know, got the Tom Brady. The goal was too much. Yeah, I got Tom Brady in the last four minutes. I mean, you can't really do anything about that. And you don't want to take anything away from Tom because that's, that's another great yeah. game-winning drive against arguably one of the better defenses in the NFL. Everyone's been talking about Jacksonville's defenses and how good they've been. And really, they almost had them. But to me, any football game you watch in the last two minutes of the game, everything's out the window. It's not the same defense. It's all prevent. You're trying to, you know, beat the clock and keep the team out of the end zone. 
it's always a lot different, and someone's just got to make a play at that point. And who else would make a better play than Tom Brady? At, yeah, you know, quarterback. Even with the cut hand. I know. Yeah, even with the and cut hand. without Gronk there at the end. I mean, even when you're 40 years old. I know. So I mean, at, yeah. At the end of the day, it's 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 absolutely outstanding. But it's going to be basically a, a backup quarterback. Which either way, it would have been a backup quarterback against Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. But. Still, I mean, this guy came into the playoffs. He didn't even have to really do anything to get him there, and all of a sudden he's playing in the biggest game of the year. <laughs> I'm still I'm still triggered, though, at the fact that Michigan State fans are calling Nick Foles theirs. That still makes me yeah, mad. He, he's he's really belo- mad about he it. He belongs to Arizona. I mean, the guy, okay, so, so I, I looked it up real quick because I wasn't <laughs> sure. So I, so I looked it up, and he, he played in one game for Michigan State against Alabama-Birmingham, <laughs> went 5 of 8 for 57 yards, and that's it. And you want to say he's yours? Yeah, that's, that's not that's that's messed up. And it's up. not because I don't like Michigan State. Everybody knows. I mean, if you listen to this, you know that I lean a little bit towards Michigan, and I'm and I'll admit that here on, on the podcast. But it has nothing to do about about being against against Michigan State at all. It has everything to do with that that I don't like that at all. And the fact that they're making that with this is about oh Tom Brady against Nick Foles, Michigan against Michigan State. <laughs> that's not what it's about. This is like it's Michigan not. against Arizona, if that's what you want to try to call it when you make the the QB comparison. Anyway, exactly. anyway, Brady in his glory. I mean, <laughs> I've, seen, he's, he's, I've seen plenty of stuff that, you know, said we might not be able to beat any of our rivals in football for Michigan fans, but we uh, we, we made this. Yeah, right. <laughs> and okay. he's trying to do it again. Yeah, but. no. But no, but anyway, going going back to Brady and, and all that, um, Tuesday they had practice and he was, he was limited. Gronk sat out and Gronk's in the concussion protocol thing, but apparently he's supposed when to be back. He? He he's supposed to be back for the sure. for the Super Bowl. He needs to be back. I think I think he's like he's there he's their asset. You think that they lose opinion. without him? No, but I think <laughs> but I think he's he's a game changer. I think he makes okay. the game. Well, yeah, he, he's he obviously a, a, big a game difference. changer. Yeah. I mean, I think Tom Brady can do it. He can do it without Gronk. Without, he's yeah. proven that he had, he can use his other weapons. But when you had Gronk in there, it, it's all eyes on Gronk when when Brady hikes the ball because you know who he's going to. I am going to, and usually I feel like it just doesn't happen this way in Super Bowls with the Patriots just because even when you think they're going to do it, they don't. I'm calling the blowout this year. And I might be wrong. You're calling a, bl- a blowout? I'm calling the blowout this year. I think that Tom Brady is going to go off, and I think the Patriots are going to blow him out. I've never called this in any okay. of the Super I thought, Bowls. I thought you were calling a blowout the other way. No, like, no, 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 no. No, the Patriots are going to okay. they're gonna win this game, but I think right. they're going to win it by at least three yeah. touchdowns. I, I, I really I, think that this is where Nick Foles is going to choke. And he's not going to have it, and Brady's going to be there to clean it up. And I think that the, their defense is going to be on the field too much in the second half because full simply is going to be. I mean, the way that that defense played against Jacksonville in the second half, and Patricia had him going and just fired up. I think that they're going to be ready for this game. They're going to keep Nick Foles in check, and Brady's going to eventually take advantage of just having so many opportunities to score. I think it's definitely a game for the first half, but I see this one being a three touchdown win. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think when when it comes down to it. If you're the Eagles, I think the only way you really win this game is by letting Nick Foles air it out. Yeah. And, I'm, and the only reason I say that is because you gotta make you, big plays. You have to make big. Yeah, exactly. You have to make big plays. It's it's on the biggest stage, and I don't think he's gonna. I don't think they're gonna let him air it out I think, as much. I think they're gonna hand the ball off. Hand if, the ball if off. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think. Screwed. I don't think the Patriots have been that good against the run this year. I forget where they were, but I remember you know when I used to play fantasy, I all the time they were one of the defenses well, to play de- against the run. Their defense is is ranked 24th in the in the NFL. Yeah, it's just not that good. It's not that good. Yeah, and it, it never it never really is. I think the Patriots never really have that great defense, but, but they always come up clutch. Exactly, they always make the big plays. Like the, whatever yeah. has to happen to win games, they do just enough. Plus, I mean, they they have the. The quarterback, the other side that they have, and the offense that they've had for all these years—that's well, what Nick Foles isn't going to do. Nick Foles isn't going to be able to make those big plays, in my opinion. 
What I do you think, think that the only way the Patriots lose is if Tom Brady breaks both of his arms. Oh, that's, what I, that's, what I, that's what I was saying earlier. I said the only. That's what I was he saying. He can throw with his left too. I was telling. I was telling my roommate the other day. I said, "Yeah, the only way that that you know the Eagles really have a chance is if they they knock Brady out of the game early. I mean, if they knock him out in the first quarter and there's I mean, way he can't return, maybe his batteries will run out. I mean, he is bionic. He's made of like metal underneath, right? from what I've heard. So apparently, he's not actually human. I'm sure they but. have some backups. <laughs> Know, they'll be man, charged right? before yeah, that game, nevertheless. But, I mean, okay, that would just be, to me, it, that would just take away from the Eagles' win. If you're the Eagles, will, yeah. you want to win this game with Tom Brady in the game. You want to oh, make yeah. a statement and say, oh, yeah. you, like, you at this point, you're looking at it as, I think, an Eagles fan, you're saying, we don't just want to be Carson Wentz. We want to prove that we are actually a good team and that we can we can do something like this to the number one seed of the NC North. And, like, we can be good in future years, you know? You yeah. don't just want to be an Atlanta Falcons. Well, it reminds me when Central yeah. Michigan was playing um, – was playing in the Idaho Potato Bowl against uh, against Wyoming, and it was all you know, Josh Allen. You know, he, he might not play in the game. And Shane Morris said, "You know, no, like, I want to play against the best of the best. Yeah, like, I, if I'm going to beat the best of the best, I want to do it. If I'm going to lose to the best of the best, I, I want to do that too." And that kind of is is my my take on what you said. Is as I agree with that. I think they they want to play. They want to play against Tom Brady. Oh yeah, they, they no, want to no beat doubt. Tom Brady. If you're any defense, if if you like the sport, like. You know, I always was told when I was a kid and I played football, like when you're on defense, you're not ever if you're the kid that wants the, the ball to go away from you or you don't want to make the big hit, that's when you field. know you shouldn't be on the field yeah. and you shouldn't be playing hurt, football. Yeah. It's like you want to be the guy that has the ball come to you. I always play cornerback and safety, I always want to have the ball come to me. That's how you have to feel. I feel like that's the same exact way they feel about anything with this. We want Tom Brady to come at us all game. That's who we want to be. You wanna make a statement and win that game. And I definitely think what you said is ideal. They have to have Big plays, they will not win this mm-hmm. game. And Nick Foles has to play like he did against Minnesota. Now, granted, I mean, I mean, you're just looking at it on paper. What they did to Minnesota, that's, I mean, that's the, that's the best defense in the league, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They're right there. They're right at the top. One of the, one of the best. And they put up 38 points on him and absolutely shut him down and just like completely took him out of that game. I just think it's literally going to be a pressure thing with Nick Foles. I think it's just going to be too much to handle in this game. He's uh, never been anywhere near anything like this yeah. before. I mean, lat, granted, last week was uh, this still a pretty big game. You're playing for the Super Bowl. That's a lot of, a lot of pressure and everything, mm-hmm. but you're at home. This is going to be a lot different. The only thing I really see going for, for Philadelphia in this one is they have the, the ninth-best offense in the NFL and the fourth-best defense. But it's, I think I think when it comes down to it, is that, is that is that fourth-best defense really going to stop the number one offense with Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, and their whole crew that they got going there. You can put everything you want on paper in these kind of games, but everything changes. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a championship game, in, a, in any professional level of sports, this, the, the numbers on the, the stat sheet usually Most of the time it's about experience. Much. Exactly. It's whatever you got, and you have to give that to the Patriots. Well, I, if you were <laughs> – this is off topic real quick. If you were a uh, Minnesota fan and you, like, you know, bought tickets ahead of time just thinking <laughs> you were uh, going to make the Super Bowl because, you know, it's in Minnesota mm-hmm. – are you still going to this game, or what did you do with your tickets? If it's me, I probably moved out of the state. I completely <laughs> like gone. I, I, I think that'd be just embarrassing to go to at this point. I, just, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. That would suck to go watch. If you were just an avid Vikings fan, you're like, oh, okay. I'd sell them oh, all day. Okay. I'd buy myself. Wow. Some, I'd buy myself something nice. I'd sell them. Buy something nice. I don't think nice. I can handle it. I don't think I, I could go watch it. Though. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really get. Personally, I don't really get why it'd be worth it to spend yeah, that much money to watch two teams that aren't you know your favorite team. Yeah. To pay that much money to do that, I mean, unless you're filthy rich, I don't really see the point <laughs> of doing that. I would. Well, Minnesota fan, if you do go to this game and you were a huge fan, you're my like second stud of the week because that, <laughs> that's absolutely phenomenal. And but... you're my dud because I think that's dumb. 
Still go experience the best. I mean, this is what everyone calls the I best know, game in sports. In, in my, I wouldn't do it. I would just watch from my house. I'd cheer out. for the Patriots. Yeah. What if, if, you're really, if you're really that salty about it and you're like, Ugh, I can't stand it. <laughs> what if you don't like the you, Patriots? You buy though? a bunch of Patriots gear. And go yeah, everybody game. pretty much hates the Patriots. <laughs> right? so that's the other thing too. So I guess it would be a really tough situation. But man, I'd probably go see the Super Bowl in that arena. I don't know. <sighs> no. that, just me. To see Brady though live too. Yeah, if you've never it, seen him before dude, play. It, 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 me, to me, and we'll talk about this more in the upcoming weeks. It's impossible to avoid when you talk about the Patriots. If if like I hated Tom Brady, if I didn't like him or think that he was good. I would still just have to respect him, like, so you have much. To. I don't understand. You have to. If you like football, you know, how can you not respect a guy like that? Because some people simply don't. They just want him to lose no matter what. I'm like, at some point, you got to get over it. You know, calling him a cheater, whatever else, all the issues they've mm-hmm. had in the past. At some point, you got to get over it. Especially last year, now he just won one. There's nothing. There's nothing there to, you know, take that one away from him. And he's back in the Super Bowl again. How many more times you got to win something before you just completely earn someone's respect? Yeah. I mean, there's people out there that just hate born winners. But at some point, if you like it, the sport, this guy is the best player to ever play. It's it's so. like it's like looking at looking at different different sports here, and at least in our generation. I mean, you want to look at look at guys like Derek Jeter. He's a guy that a lot of people didn't like because he was in New York. But he's he's a you got to respect him. You know, exactly. Sidney oh, Crosby I, with the yeah. Penguins. He you know he he's still playing, and he's a guy that a lot of people don't like. But yep. he's good and he wins. Got to respect him at some point. And LeBron James, you you have to respect him. Like you just have to. He's that good. He's on that level. Where no matter what, no matter what happens you, you, on the court, as far as his play, you know maybe he loses X amount of finals in the end. Whatever it ends up being, he wins X amount of finals. Whatever that ends up being, you gotta have a respect for the guy just because of how darn good he is and the things that he can do on the court. He's and, unstoppable. And also what he does off the court. What well, yeah. all of them do off the court. I mean, they all give back and yeah. make a difference. At some point, so. you gotta look at it as a person. You know? Yeah. But. Yeah, I think it's definitely it's definitely just the whole I hate you know anybody that wins thing, and some people let it affect them too much. But we'll wrap up the show now with our uh, stud and duds. Evan, start me off the stud here. We're gonna go with uh, some basketball action here, sticking actually right here in Mount Pleasant with Central Michigan. We're going to Luke Meyer, the senior forward, averaged nearly a double double with twenty one point five points and nine point five rebounds across two games last week. He earned the Mid American Conference. Co-player of the week with Toledo's Trayshawn Fletcher, so that was I mean that was really nice to see, especially from from Mount Pleasant here. Luke Meyer is a guy that I know we've we've been watching him and stuff like that covering the team, and he's he's a guy that when you're six eleven, you're people hope you're going to come around and, and start producing, and he started to do that. Yeah, I so. think he'd be the first one to tell you last year he had a pretty off season, so the way he's played this year so far, I think is uh, definitely yeah definitely turned it around for a positive. So. Um, I started as Nick Foles. He had the best game of his career, and he just came out and just embarrassed the Vikings. So pretty much, and really, I mean, no one really had a better performance than that last Sunday. So yeah. he, he deserves it. Um, mine is uh, Vince Mc, uh, McMahon here for the uh, doing the yes. XFL. It's coming back. Some football, some extra football. You know what? I, I, people are gonna hate on it, whatever. And like, it didn't work the last times. He tried to like make it as big as the NFL or mm-hmm. whatever. I hope that it works out this time because any lower level of football, I think it's great. And there's gonna be eight new teams, like you just get to pick your new favorite team. This is my this is my dream as far as a matchup goes. <laughs> I want to see Tim Tebow against Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Did you hear what he said about Johnny Manziel though? What he said? He said that he does not want Johnny Manziel in the league. Well, Johnny Manziel's gonna make sure he's in the league. I then. know. <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't want Johnny Manziel to be the face of the league, but he's okay with Colin Kaepernick being the face of the league. I still want to see Tebow. Uh, Tebow playing again. I want to. I, I want to see Johnny Manziel. 
Yeah, but yeah, so. Tim Tebow will switch to yeah. whatever opportunity whatever he, he gets wants. that sounds oh, cool yeah. at the time. So, yeah. I mean, Tim Tebow is a good guy, man. The guy gets a lot of hate, but overall, uh, he's like a great him. guy. Like like he, he, really, he really means well. But it's just like you know, something he doesn't really just, do anything to make you to make you hate him though. That's the no, thing. it's just I don't know. It's just uh, so it's it's I hard like to him. even explain. But uh, duds, Helena. Um, mine's gonna have to be Larry Nassar. Obviously, he's been a dud the majority of his life, and he will continue to be a dud for the rest <laughs> of it. So as an inmate now, yeah, right? That's right. I think he definitely deserved the dud twice in this show. Oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with my dud as the Vikings. I know we've already talked about this a little bit, so just to to break it down, Case Keenum threw the ball. 48 times, but it was just for, for one touchdown and two interceptions. He struggled to complete half of his passes. It just really wasn't a wasn't a good game offensively for them. The running backs only managed 62 yards. And the defense, who is supposed to pick up the slack for the Vikings when the offense struggles, they just couldn't stop Nick Foles, had no answer, had no response, and they lost the game. Yep, I, I would agree with all that. Uh, mine's the NBA All-Star game because, like I said earlier, I can't stand the actual game on the court. I think it's just a contest with no defense and it doesn't show the true player's skills when they play i would love to see that change and someone make a statement and actually like play harder this year doubt it'll happen and just with the whole popularity contest and people like andre drummond not getting selected and listen i'm not like a i'm not really even a pistons fan because i'm not that big of a fan of the nba i just think it's ridiculous that he didn't make it but you so can recognize kind of talent that, when there's talent exactly so it's just it's just kind of the way that it is right now and i think that it's absolutely wrong that he didn't make it but That'll wrap it up for our show. Please keep listening. Sorry we got it out a little late to you guys this week. Uh, Me and Evan had to cover the game on Tuesday. We'll try to get those out every Wednesday for you guys. Keep it going. Keep following CM Life. We'll get it out there for you to listen to. And thanks for listening.